Hi everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Tapis Rouge. I'm your host, Guillaume Cochois, and today's shout-out goes to Paul Russell from Las Vegas, who was the first one to find out our guest today, Sebastian Zanyesienko. Paul actually worked with Sebastian on Amaruna for many years, so it wasn't too hard for him to find out. I met Seb when I was following my wife on Amaruna. I was first amazed by his skill level, but also by how keen he was to try the craziest things on the board. After getting to know him, I learned that he actually did a lot of stunts in big movies before joining Cirque du Soleil. He's now back in the film industry and crazier than ever. So I thought it would be fun to catch up and also to talk about his experience flipping in Cirque du Soleil shows and in Hollywood movies. So here he is, the fearless Sebastian Zanyesienko. Seb, my man, welcome to Tapis Rouge. Hello, hello. Nice to Hi. see you. Yeah, how you doing, man? Yeah, very good, man, very good. I'm actually in Mexico right now, so very warm, very <laughs> well, warm. What are you doing in Mexico? Um, well, basically, I worked for the, last past, for the past two years, pretty much nonstop. So mm-hmm. I've managed to get like two, three months off. So straight away, I just, you know, went away. I mean, you know, you know how it is on tour when you travel all the time. Yeah, for and sure. and then you know when it when it's like everything stops and you're like oh you know what do I do now? So then as soon as I got some time off, I was like, get me out. Yeah, yeah on a plane. So you just finished working now? Were you working with Cirque? And uh, no, I just finished working on the new Matthew Bond movie, who's the director of Kingsman, The Secret Service, um, Kickass and a few other movies. Um, that was a new production called Argyle. Okay. Um, which basically we worked on since pretty much April last year until December almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. long time. Nice. Long and time, yeah. You're doing acrobatics there? Yeah, stunts. Yeah, stunts. Um, different stunts, including, like, including fights, including uh, wire work. Acrobatics, getting smashed in the face, you know, the, the, the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fun stuff. Yeah. So if we take it from the beginning, how did you first start it with Cirque? With Cirque? Yeah. Um, so with Cirque, for me, the I'm just going to put it out there. I've never seen Cirque until I joined Cirque as well. That was... Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so obviously, I did gymnastics since I was uh, 11. So... Um, You know, after gymnastics, you don't have many careers, career options, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really think much about like my future as much until I moved to England. And then my coach was pushing me more towards stunts as he was involved in stunts as well. But then uh, we had coach? like a uh, Damien Walters, who's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Who's, who's, yeah, known quite well. Known. Actually, he's, uh, I've been told by Charlie Burroughs, who used to be a uh, casting. Yeah. Uh, at Cirque he said that Damien's on it's like private they have a list in Cirque like a casting list of, of people that if they ever say that they want to come to Cirque they can join any show they want oh really yeah it's like a private list I don't that's know who's crazy. on it but, yeah we'd yeah, love to know who's on it that's amazing yeah so apparently he was on it um, but yeah so anyways and then we had a then Cirque came to England and we had like a private audition just for like GB squad, even though I wasn't a GB squad as I'm published. But um, 
when we had a private audition uh, in Wakefield in England. Uh, and I did that just because, you know, I was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, to be fair, I uh, snapped my ligament in the first 10 minutes of that oh, really? audition. I carried on all day. <laughs> yeah, I finished the audition. I did, yeah, I did triple straight, the triple, oh, okay. uh, triple A into the phone. Oh, pit. my God. <sighs> was it third ligament? Yeah. And then the, the national coach, Craig, Craig Lover, he just went, he just told me to walk it off. He just put a bandage on it. He was like, just walk it off and carry on. You know, the classic gymnastics. So yeah, all day. Ruthless. So I carried on. Yeah, you just got to finish it. Um, so yeah, so the audition and then obviously went into the database. Um, and then, yeah, the thing which over after, um, carried on my life as it was, went into stunts actually. And then I got an email uh, asking if I wanted to come to do oboe. Okay. Um, a temporary contract uh, over for power tumbling. Yes. Which, which was awesome. But the problem was that my passport went missing like a month before that. Oh, went no. missing. I went, <laughs> yes. I, I was, I was going to go on boys holiday with my friends and my girlfriend at the time wasn't really happy about it. And then my passport suddenly went missing like three days before the holiday. Oh no, dude, I can't believe it. <laughs> I know, man. I know. <laughs> yeah. Crazy girlfriend, mate. Crazy. So then, anyway, so then I wasn't able to go because uh, it took me, it was too long for me to get a new passport mm-hmm. and they needed me to come straight away. So then that was that. But then like a month later, they were like, hey, do you want to just, like, we still want you to be in a company. Do you want to come and learn board? And I hated board. Okay. I, yeah. I did board. I did board before the gym because Damien used to make us our coach, make uh-huh. us do it at, at home. And I hated it, like with passion. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. So... So then I pack my stuff, you know, I'm like, right, I'm going to Montreal. That, that's it. Um, I get to the airport and as I show my passport to the lady, she goes, your passport is cut. I said, what? She said, your, your front page is, is torn. I was like, no, it's not. And then she shows me and you know, the front page with like your picture and everything. Uh-huh. It was torn in half. What? So how did that happen? Was it your, your ex-girlfriend again? Crazy girlfriend strikes again. Oh my god, dude, it's crazy. Two, two, two strikes, man. Two strikes. <laughs> so I was like, brilliant. I was like, fuck, I'm never getting out of this country. Um, so then I had to get my third passport. Oh my god! Like, uh, yeah, it took like almost a month because obviously I'm in England and getting a Polish passport takes a while. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point, Cirque was like, oh, you know, we can't wait for you that long because we have to start the PPP. You know. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, it is what it is. The PPP and then is the, weeks, the general formation, right? It's- yes, yes, the general formation, just for TZ board, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then they, so they messaged me saying, oh, you know, we can't wait for you. I was like, okay, you know, it is what it is. And a couple of weeks after that, then someone else messaged me from Cirque, from Casting, I believe, and said, hey, have you got your passport yet? I said, yeah, you know, I told you that, like, I, I just got it, like, last week mm-hmm. or whatever. They like, oh, we're still waiting for you. I was like, a bit of miscommunication here. <laughs> yeah, happens um, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, no, I'm ready to go. So they booked me a flight for literally the next day. Oh, so, great. Awesome. Which was awesome. Yeah, so then I went I went to Montreal and uh, did my PPP. Um, and yeah, it's it, the bad look continued, actually. The first PPP, after two weeks, I um, slipped on ice in Montreal. We all know Montreal in yeah. winter is... Is a deathly place. Yeah, it's crazy. Deadly. 
Uh, so I slipped on ice and snapped my ligaments again in my ankle. So the same place. Oh, just different ankle. So oh. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yeah, crazy classic. Yeah, so my ligaments, my my ankles don't have ligaments anymore. Put it that way. <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. So then I had to go home actually. So they sent me home like after a month, and then I went back to stunts again, luckily. And then a year after, they're like, "Okay, we do another PPP, another general formation." Do you want another chance? So I was like, why do you guys keep coming back to me? Yeah, like, they really I'm, wanted you to come, huh? They really... I know. I'm like, I've fucked you over so many times here. But I was like, <laughs> I, was like you just, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. So I did it. So I did information, snap ligaments again at the end. At the um, end again? At the end. So, so this is a crazy story. So it was literally like almost the end of PPP. They already told us like what contracts they have available, you know but they didn't tell us who's going to get what yet. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was training and our coach, Andre Saint-Jean, was yes, obviously legend, a, yeah. an absolute legend in T-Board, yeah. Um, so I was like, hey, Andre, I want to try some triple backs because I, I was already kind of like towards that level where I could, mm-hmm. I could try and do it, you know. So, um, so I did it and I landed on the side of the board and obviously my ankle just, yes. just went. Uh, luckily I recovered like two, two and a half weeks later. And oh, then I, cool. and then I got, and then I got a contract for Amaluna. But the crazy thing is that I found out that the, the training that I did the triple back and I got injured. Evelyn was standing in the back with the contract for me ready. But then obviously because I got injured, she wasn't able to give it to me. Oh no. So like HR was literally coming in the studio with the contract for you. And then they saw yeah. you falling and hurting yourself and they just like walk back in the shadow and be like okay okay yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so i was like what i was like how lucky is that? it was the last trick in the in the train as well oh, the last one it was crazy um yeah and then yeah but then at the end i go to amaluna and then the rest is history four and a half years in amaluna over a thousand shows crazy and yeah, no, no more no more ligament tear over four years um, I mean, I have no ligaments to tear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're all gone now. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but no, no, I was, luckily enough, I was quite injury free. I only had one, one, I uh, bruised my heel pretty bad at one point. Um, but that was, that was it. So apart from that, I was quite lucky. And how was the touring experience? Because oh. it, it was, I got bet a big buildup, like how so many tries, so many passports <laughs> and like finally yeah, so- you got the contract, finally you go on tour. How was the experience? Oh yeah. Uh, mate, amazing. I mean, first thing that I want to find out was where I could keep my passport safe. <laughs> that was the first thing. <laughs> yes. I, asked, I asked someone to take it away from me and keep it safe. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Oh mate, it was amazing. It was, um, I mean, oh, the whole cast of Amaluna was like so so inviting and so, so amazing. And uh, the act, I mean, T-Board, like, you know, it took me a while to actually get good at it, you know, because a lot mm-hmm. of people think that, oh, just because I can do a backflip on it means that I can do T-Board. No, that, that's not what it is at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it takes time, but luckily, like the team that we had have really, you know, were very patient. They took the time, they helped me. So within, within a while, yeah, it got really good. And the touring was amazing I mean we did a lot of Europe but I joined most like halfway through Europe already then we okay. went to South America 
which was incredible. We did the whole yeah. South of America. That's actually when your wife came, right? Yeah, that's why my wife Elizabeth joined with you guys, and I followed her. So that's how. That's what yeah, we you it did. Was amazing. Yeah, and you absolutely raided our kitchen every time we had food. <laughs> there was no food left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always had to come before you. Did. I remember <laughs> seeing you walk into the kitchen. I walked in front of you, like, uh, dude. You uh, know, the, yeah. the first time I joined Totem, the chef yeah. of Totem, the chef in the kitchen, he said after the first week that, that you arrived, yeah. we had to redo the budget for the kitchen. <laughs> she, she said yeah. you were eating so much we had to like re-plan the whole budgeting of the kitchen just because of you like, yeah. Yeah. I mean I've never seen anything like it you had like three plates one just <laughs> full of meat then the other one was just like veg and then the rice and potatoes I was like yeah yeah it was crazy it was my porter diet yeah yeah of course yeah um after yeah, so many but you, because you got injured quite a bit before joining yeah. tour and after so many injuries were you afraid uh, to fall and to get injured again or you were very confident and just going 100% not really like yeah you just got to go for it I think I think especially when you you know grow up with gymnastics you, you fall all the time you get hurt all the time mm. you know so it's and I mean I started in Poland as well when if you get hurt and you show that you're hurt then you get hit <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the back in the day I don't think that that happens anymore but the back in the day yeah so the old school so training I, for sure the old school training yeah but at the same time you know I don't have bad memories but like I don't think you know that was ever a really massive issue I mean it made me who I am now so I'm, I'm happy with that but also um, also I think that the biggest thing is knowing the difference between when you just hurt yourself or when you actually injure yourself yeah there is a big difference between that, you know, and being hurt is, is okay because you can just kind of go, okay, right, I'm hurting, but I can carry on, you know, and then mm-hmm. being actually injured and being smart about it, like, do you know what? I'm going to take the day off because I know mm-hmm. it's going to help for the future. How long did it take for you to find that difference? Because I know it took me a while to get that and I got so many times I feel I could have avoid yeah. to be injured, but because I, I didn't realize, I was like, oh, you know, I'm just hurt, I'm just hurt, I'm just hurt, I'm just hurt. Oh, no, no. now I can't lift my arm anymore. Right, right, right. If I would take it easy two or three days before, that I would not have to take two weeks exactly. off. Exactly. Uh, as you say, it took me a long time as well. It took me a very long time. Um, yeah, I, I think it just kind of, I think it's like the first time that, that, you, that you take that decision to, you know, take yourself out of the show. And I think when you realize that the show can actually just go on without you, like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like you, you kind of realize like hang on you know like I think it's sometimes it's worth more just putting yourself first you know and making sure that you're okay to then make that show better in the future rather than just sacrificing yourself and then you know then also putting the pressure on other people like within your team as well you know yeah. and, and everyone sure. else you know covering your cues and everything so yeah I think yeah I, I think I think that was it I think it was the first time that I realized that the show just goes on I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And so you did four and a half years of Amaluna and then what made you leave? Did you want it to do something else? Did you have a, another contract lined up? Um, no, I actually actually signed with Cirque. Um, so after Amaluna, I still signed with Cirque for Berlin, which never happened. Oh yeah, it's true. It was supposed to be a show in Berlin. Yeah, Nissa, yeah, Nissa. Yeah. So signed for that. So we're supposed to do creation for that in Montreal and then the rest of the show in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I was in Amaluna until the last, the very last show and then obviously okay. COVID happened. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so no, so I was at home 
And then, you know, slowly getting updates about this. And like, at first he got pushed, then he got pushed further and further. And then they said, okay, we're going to cancel it. So, um, so then I had to, you know, find something else because I didn't want to just sit at home do nothing. Yeah, for sure. So you yeah. would have stayed with Cirque if you had the choice. You would be in Berlin doing the show now if you would have carry on. Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure, yeah. And it's, and I mean, since then, uh, in the in the past year, I was very lucky I had offer for uh, Mister, for Drawn to Life and for Corteo. So for every, every, every show, with, yeah, so for every show with T-Board actually. So that was very, very nice. Oh, congratulations. And why didn't you go? Um, because I was, for one, I was involved in a project already. So I couldn't, I couldn't commit to it. I, I, you know, I, I like to stay loyal to things and I already committed to that project. I didn't want to let people down and just go, okay, I'm going to leave this mm-hmm. to go, to go pursue something else. Um, and then on the other hand as well, I've committed to projects in the future for the next two years, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, okay. but, um, so I also, you know, I almost managed to, to sort out a contract for drawn, uh, drawn to life. Um, or just the dates just at the end they work out but I, I honestly like this is the mm. thing that I really really want to come back but at the same time I'm happy where I am at the moment too with the projects that I have mm-hmm. coming and so what, what are you up to lately what have you been doing for the past the past year and what are the coming projects now um, so the the last two years we've done so after after the COVID thing after Nissa got cancelled um, I got asked to come on Doctor Strange 2 Oh, amazing! Um, and into what's it called? Into the universe of madness. That's what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was supposed to first. I was supposed to have like my own little character in it. Mm-hmm. Then that got cancelled. Uh, but then they still brought me in just as, as a general stuntman, just to do you know a lot of wire work and stuff like that. Because Marvel movies, you know, a lot of explosions. Yeah. A lot sure. of flippy stuff. So as I came in for that. Um, I got actually asked to double Benedict as well on Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, the lead. Benedict actor. Cumberbatch, yeah, the lead actor, yeah. So because obviously it's a multiverse of madness, and I'm, I mean the trailer's already out, so you can see that there's a lot of different Doctor Strangers in it. Okay, I was doubling one of them. Mm-hmm. One of as you know, we actually had I think altogether there was four or five five Doctor Strange doubles. Oh, okay, big yeah, team. it's a. It's a huge film. It's a huge film. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge film. So yeah. So then, so we did that. Um, and that was good. That was, that was a lot of fun. And how um, was it to transition from four and a half years of Cirque and Tito boards to stunt and Hollywood movies? Um, I mean, it kind of did even because I did stunts first, then I went to Cirque and then I went back to stunts. So it was like mm-hmm. kind of, you know, coming back to what I really kind of known. But the thing is that when I left stunts for Cirque in the first place, I really wasn't enjoying it at the moment, at that time. Mm-hmm. It's just, actually, I quit halfway through Wonder Woman to go to, to Cirque. And I remember oh, okay. first Wonder Woman. Um, and I remember quitting. I remember speaking to my boss saying, hey, I'm just, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to Cirque. And he was like, what? You're just going to leave halfway through a movie? And I was like, well, you know, it's like, at the end of the day, films are always going to be around, and you know, we can always I can always come and do stunts. But with like flips and you know how acrobatic I am at the moment, that's not always going to stay. 
And he was actually really, really nice. It was Damon Caro, who was the second unit director on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was super nice about it. He was like, do you know what? If I had the same choice, I would have done the same thing. So go on. Oh, that was really, was really nice to let you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, cause I was going to go either way, you know, but it was nice to, to go in a, in a, in a nice manner, you know, it was with, with good blood. It's not bad blood. Not burning bridges. Not burning bridges. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> good, good blood. Is that even to say it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now do you enjoy it? Now that you're back in it, do you have a different mindset? Do you approach it in a different way? I honestly think that being in Cirque has absolutely like really changed it for me because obviously with Cirque, there's so much about performing. You have yeah. to learn so much about performing and, and you experience it. And because it's a live performance, every day is different. Every show is different, right? Mm-hmm. Every, you know, audience is different. You know, like things change constantly. So you have to adapt all the time. So, I mean, I don't think there's better performance training than doing shows. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so I think because of that, I got a lot more comfortable with with the performance. Like because before I was, I was just good at flips. That was it, you know. Yeah. But but in you know in films, you still have to perform. So I think that Cirque, those four and a half years in Cirque, have really, really like pushed me forward and really let me expand myself and you know start to enjoy things more and you know adapt to them a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, because of that, I think yeah, I definitely enjoy it a lot more now. Definitely. Do you have the same adrenaline rush performing on stage and doing stunts? Um, I mean, it depends what it is and it depends, you know, sometimes what time of a day is. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes on set you sit in, you know, from seven in the morning till like seven in the evening doing nothing. And then they'll go, right, we're going to do a stunt now. And you go, oh, okay. (laughs) Just (laughs) Just have to kind of like get there. And sometimes it's just silly things, you know, sometimes it's just like, you know, you, you never really enjoy those stunts where you just have to, you know, let's say just get shot in the head and just fall flat back onto your, onto your yeah. back. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, like any time that I'm being told, like, okay, Seb, can you do this one? I'm like, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. And they go, yeah, okay, we're going to do this again. Yeah, and again, I'm like, yeah, let's let, let's keep doing this. Let's just keep keep going. shot in the head again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, and again. Actually, on Kingsman One, um, there was. Have you seen first yeah. Kingsman? Yeah, I've seen both of them. Okay, there, so there, there's the, the bar fight when uh, Colin Farrell starts shooting through his umbrella, and the guy does a backflip onto his yes, back. Yes, yes. So, so that was me. So we did that. The funny how we did it, we did it with my coach, actually, Damien. He was in a green mm-hmm. green suit. Yeah. And he was he was holding up my leg like up here already. And he was like and pushing then your leg. And then swinging over. But the thing is, we couldn't have any mats because obviously, because it was landing like on the floor. Yeah. So so what we did, we got a cardboard, cardboard box, like flat cardboard box and the plastic cups. Oh, okay. I love that. Old school yeah. Hollywood. Old uh, school, very, yeah, very old school. But the thing is, I had to do 11 times. <laughs> 11 times to flip on your back, man, flip on your back. On my back. Yeah, because they kept changing their mind. They're like, oh, maybe maybe you should have a gun in your hand. Oh, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you did. Man, by the, like, by the, I think, seventh or eighth take, they even asked me, like, are you okay? I was like, I can't see anymore. I was like, I can't see anything. I was just like, let's just keep going. It was just bang and bang, just constantly. 
But yeah, so sometimes it just gets a lot. But you know, it's about learning how to land as well. You know, that that's the thing. It's that 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 experience kind of teaches you what you how you can you know adapt and land without making it look silly as well. Our partner in this episode is Circus Talk, the online carrier marketplace for circus and the performing arts. Circus Talk is the new thing that is great for our international circus community. It is an amazing information resource, bringing news, events, and industry trends to us, professionals working in the field. What also makes Circus Talks amazing is their first online casting platform that connects talents and talent seekers in circus and performing arts. If you're a talent seeker, you can finally post jobs and auditions in a professional and transparent way, instead of using social media accounts. There are already over 28,000 artist profiles on Circus Talk that talent seekers can search while talents can find jobs and apply to them via the Circus Talk platform. You can get your first month free on both Circus Talk Talent and Talent Seeker Pro membership by using the promo code TAPIROUGE in one word. So go to circustalk.com, sign up to Pro and use the code TAPIROUGE to find your spotlight with our partner, Circus Talk. All right, guys, a little side story now. Back in 2014, I hurt my back training backstage before a show. The pain was so intense, I couldn't put my socks on, sit for more than two minutes, and obviously, it took me out of the show for quite some time. I followed a strict core rehabilitation program, and after six weeks, I got back on stage. But I kept having recurring pain. So I started to educate myself about core anatomy, rehab training, and pain science. I wanted to understand why am I doing all these exercises if the pain keeps coming back. The more I was learning, the more I understood I had to change. I started switching exercises, tweak some techniques and executions, and also completely changed my perception of pain. After a couple of weeks, on top of reducing considerably my pain level, I was feeling so much stronger, which increased my confidence to move and better perform on stage. My life overall was so much better. Finally, I was pain-free and not scared to hurt my back again. I had a lot of artists and athlete friends who saw that happening and asked me, hey, what did you do for your back? And I thought, I could put it all out in a clear and clean way, instead of always pulling random videos on YouTube and giving quick guidance. So I reached out to all the best doctors, physiotherapists, and performance medicine specialists whom I met touring, and asked them to help me develop Protocol Cut to the Core. Protocol Cut to the Core is the first rehab and strengthening protocol for back or hip pain that also includes a comprehensive course in core anatomy, biomechanics, and pain science. It is approved by doctors, physios, and performance medicine specialists from five different countries. If you are suffering from acute or persistent back or hip pain, you can find protocol Cut to the Core on our website at cuttothecorefitness.com. When movement is an issue, movement is the solution. And now, let's get back to the show.
was your four and a half years at Cirque and learning about your body cues? Hel- is that helping you instant too to figure like when to say stop, when to say okay, I need a break, okay, not no more. Time um, I think I think it's just the confidence of that. I think, as I said, just with the performing wise, I think just you know becoming a better performer. Um, um, you know, I think that that kind of gives you that confidence to kind of go, oh, I'm gone now, you know. And also the experience, yeah. The, the more you do, the more people start trusting you as well. And the better you do, the more people trust you too. So then, if you get, if you say something like, you know, oh, I think we should have a mat on this one, you know, then mm-hmm. you know it, it always comes better from from someone, you know, that kind of proved himself. You always have to prove yourself. When you've got a new boss, it doesn't matter what job it is, you have to prove yourself, right? So you have to do. Yeah, that's you have to a couple sure. of those shitty jobs first, and then kind of go, okay, right, I trust you. And like, okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks. I'm, I'm glad you trust me. <laughs> yeah. did, did you ever say no to a stunt? Uh, no, actually, no. I was quite lucky to work with uh, some good teams and very good stunt coordinators that I always felt very looked after. That's so they, cool. you know. So every time, you know, that I had to do something, I felt I felt pretty confident in doing it. But um, yeah, I think the only th- the only things I would say no for sure too would be like doing stuff on bikes or cars or horses. I, I'm so scared of horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so scared of horses. Yeah, and animals um, are pretty unpredictable too. So that's well, an, no, an extra exactly. element about it. Yeah, we we had to do we had to learn how to horse ride a Wonder Woman, and then we had to. I had to do this little thing when I was wrapped in a wire and I was on a horse and the, the horse had to just do like three steps and then I had to jump off to just like a 360 thing and then slash someone on the floor. Okay. Um, but the thing is the horses are so smart that like he did it like twice and then after he realized that when he started saying three, two, one action, he's like, oh, I have to do some work. So he's like, three, two, one. He's like, nah, fuck that. So he would turn the other way but well, I'm on the wire. So I'm like, <laughs> so obviously I'm attached. So I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then just get pulled, pulled off. So yeah, I was That's like, so funny. And I was like, can we can just please not do this in the horses? <laughs> <laughs> um, but unfortunately, that that's the thing. It's like, there is a lot of people that say yes to kind of do doing bike stuff, most of the horses or whatever. And they're not actually experienced, but it's such a yes job that you don't want to, you know, let people down. Yeah that people do it and unfortunately that's what where the most accidents happen that that's that's you know there's been a lot of pretty pretty horrible i have a friend that you know she had a very very horrible accident on the bike and she's a professional oh, yeah. um is she yeah she i mean she ended up in coma for two for two months lost her arm and oh my god you know she, she's she's well now she's amazing now i mean she's She's training she's i mean she's doing everything again bless her she's an absolute inspiration um, unfortunately, the company that uh, the, the production company that it was under, they completely washed their hands off of it, oh, and they said no. oh, it wasn't our fault. It was, it was, yeah. So unfortunately, shit like that happens in films, but that happens everywhere, right? I guess. Yeah. And how much technical aspect are there in stunt design? Like, how do you actually design like a stunt? Um, I mean, it depends what it is. You, obviously, some before you start filming, so filming usually takes about between three to six months usually. Okay. That's the actual filming part, filming the movie. 
But then before that, you usually have about between three to six months of prep. So we would start prepping the movie long before we start shooting okay. because we have to create all the fights. We have to train all the actors. Uh, you know, we have to design all the stunts, as you say. So we've got a big team. We've got a team of a fight coordinator, a stunt coordinator. We've got riggers, head riggers, you know. that. So basically then, if we think of some sort of stunt that, let's say, involves wires, we'd go to a head rigger and say, hey, this is kind of what we want. What do you think, you, how, how you can, you know, do that? Um, and it just takes a lot of tests. <laughs> and that, that's, that's usually the, the hardest part. Is yeah, not filming, it's the, the work prep. part, all the tests, all the failures and like readjusting, yeah. readjusting, readjusting. And how is it to train actors? Because obviously they're not trained acrobats or stuntmen, but when they have to do stuff, how is, how's that process going? Um, I mean, you know, all the actors are different. They're human as well. Some of them are lazy, as there's some performers in that are lazy. Um, you know, some people just, you know, cannot be bothered to do it. But some, are, in general, in general, I'd say they really want to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. there, there, is, there is actors that would, that would like to do most of the stunts, you know, that I want to at least try or do a fight. And yeah. they try to learn everything, which is also always amazing, you know. Yeah, for um, sure. And then there are some that just, you know, not necessarily even being lazy, but some of them just, you know, don't want to do it because they just don't think that they look as good as their stunt double might look, you know? Yeah. So there's also that, you know, you're just trying to be very careful on that line kind of with them to not make them feel shit about themselves. Oh, yeah. But, but, but also, <laughs> yeah, because you can't really go, oh, yeah, can you do this? And they're like, no. <laughs> and you're like, cool. Cool. <laughs> and then and then you're fired <laughs> and then that's that <laughs> so were you ever really surprised working with an actor and that actor would be amazing like would actually do a lot of stuff and like you you're surprised of how much potential yeah i mean quite a few times i mean recently we worked with henry cavill um just he wants to do everything pretty much himself and it was amazing Like obviously we know it's Superman, right? Yeah, for sure. But but you know, everything that, that we, you know, asked him to try and stuff, it was yeah, it was incredible. Um also Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman, you know, yeah. she trained so hard and it was not long after she had a baby as well, and she yes. trained so hard constantly. Um yeah, she was incredible. Oh, that's so cool. And uh opposite, did you ever have someone that you were asking that you were asking to do something so small or so little and they're like oh no i can't that's that's beyond what i can do yeah yeah but i can't, but I can't say that <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if i ever want to work again i can't say that <laughs> for sure yeah and do you can you recognize yourself in movies uh yeah i mean most of the time we, we're in the movie from the start to the end so we kind of know exactly you know what scenes what and stuff there are scenes where where it's just our faces mm -hmm. it's quite a funny it's quite a funny now actually ever since I start working in movies now when I watch when I watch them even even though I'm not in it I will watch a scene and I just see a lot of my friends walk in and I'm like oh there's gonna be a big fight here good that's spoiled yes because uh -huh. <laughs> you can just kind of see just a room full of stun guys oh yeah you're like, oh, you already know coming, yeah <laughs> yeah it's like, oh that's jake oh that's greg oh sweet okay it's gonna be a fight here yeah. um, how would you perceive the potential of the progression possibilities instant versus cirque because i i guess with acrobatics and with cirque you know you can always learn a new track 
out of twist, out of flip, all that kind of stuff. But is it the same in stunt? Well, I would say with with stunts with bullshit, it's more of a kind of look, you know, in a way. Because, you know, it's a lot of it comes from what you actually what you look like. And I know it sounds silly, but you know, especially if you're Dublin, you know, Dublin for the actors. Yeah. You you gotta have to, you know, kind of look look like them. Um I mean there is the progression, but there is also it's it's a hard field to progress in because there is so much risk involved in a lot of stunts that a lot of times the new guys won't be put in them stunts, so they will never learn, mm. you know? Yeah. So so it's like, oh, I'm not going to put you on this wire because you've never really done wire work. But then it's like, how is he supposed to wire work if he never gets a chance? Yes. So so it's that kind of like vicious circle. So unfortunately, it's a bit of a open field in that, in that perspective. But um, I mean, you know, People go around it. People, you know, hire gyms now. Everything's slow progressing. Like being a stuntman in England, I think is a new, like, biggest thing because I think everyone's a stuntman in England these days. Oh. It's quite funny. And <laughs> did you? Were you brought up by your coach, by Damien? Did he? Yeah. Was he that? Was he that person who actually gave you a chance to try new stunts, new stuff, and who allowed you to actually progress in the field? Uh, well, so he, so the first job I ever did, I was 17 and he was supposed to do it, but he was doing something else. It was a commercial for sharp TVs okay. in Norway. It was just doing some flips, but that was like my first job ever. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then after that, I did yeah, the, uh, the world's end, which is one of the Edgar Rice movies. It's a hot mm-hmm. force, Shaun of the dead and the world's end. It's a trilogy. Yes. Um, and there, I mean, in a way, yes. In a way, he no, no one knows me better than Damien. Damien obviously is my coach the most and a friend, you know, of course. But he would always pass on the good word to his boss because obviously Damien wasn't the second director. He wasn't high enough mm-hmm. to just choose oh, who can do this or that. But he would always pass on the word like, oh, okay, Seb can do this because he knows you know what I can do. Mm-hmm. And then, and as I said, and then you start to slowly prove yourself by doing it when you do their job right. And then people start to notice it. And then you start to get recognized for what you're good at. I think yeah. like for me, for me, I'm not much of a fighter. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm definitely more of a, you know, free fall, you know, high falls, um, wire work kind of, kind of guy, mm-hmm. just general, general nice reactions and stuff. A lot yeah. of like flippy reactions and that, um, So I think I get recognized. And like recently, I got hired for uh, they just finished actually filming their. Uh, have you ever seen Band of Brothers? Or have you ever heard of it? I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's an old school. It used to be a massive, massive series. Apparently, it's one of the best series ever. I've never seen it, but mm-hmm. apparently, it is. so they just did a remake of it. Uh, so I just got hired uh, for that to do some high falls. Nice. But unfortunately, unfortunately. Thank you. I mean, I never got to the high falls because on the first day I cracked my head open on a plane. Oh my! So, <laughs> yeah. So the plane was basically we filming from inside. The plane was crashing. It was the plane's like on a rig. Okay. So it's like five meters in the air and it's moving, and the mm. camera's inside. So obviously we we're, we're like we're the soldiers, and we have to evacuate from the plane. Okay. So we grab we grab the you know the um, parachute, and I go to jump out, and as I jump out, the plane moves. So oh. I smashed my head straight at the door. <laughs> oh my God. And 
I dented the plane. I was so happy that the plane actually dented. I like split my head open. I send you a picture. Like I had a like, massive yes. scar on my head now. Oh my god, um, it's crazy. So then, and, but then actually, uh, so then that happened, uh, and I actually managed to recover from that pretty fast because I didn't have any concussion or anything. I was just, it was just, just a crack. quick split, just cracked. So then I come back to to, to work, uh, not the day after, but the day after that. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that the costume guy that dressed me on Monday had COVID. <laughs> oh. So then I had to take two weeks off because of that, mm-hmm. because he was in close contact with me. So I never managed to do the high falls, but yeah. And um, do you prefer working in front of an audience or working on set for movies? Because in Cirque, you are, you are on stage, you're the star, but in movies, you are here to yeah. make the star sure. look good. So how how's the yeah. difference? Um, uh, for sure, for sure, 100% in Cirque on stage, live audience. Yeah, I mean, there is just... I, I don't think that people won't quite understand until you do it. And yeah. especially, especially until you get comfortable doing it. Because I think at the beginning, you know, when you start performing, you just kind of play the character that you're supposed to be rather than exploring the character more with, you know, bouncing up audience, bouncing up people on the stage and stuff mm-hmm, like yeah. that. So then when you start to enjoy yourself, it's so much fun. It's so, so much fun. And on, like, it can push you so much further. The amount of times that I've done things in a show that I'm not supposed to, like on your board, I've been doing tricks that I was not allowed to do. Oh yeah. So like, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, because you know the protocol, you know, you yeah. have to get the staging, but show sometimes you get right, yes. show conditions. Yeah. But sometimes you get such a big buzz, like, oh, fuck <laughs> it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I just do it later. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then you come backstage and then add your hand. <laughs> yeah. The coach. Yeah. Hand, the coach, you'd be like, did you mean to do that? I'm like, no. He's like, don't do it again. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So yeah, sometimes you have to deal with it, but but I mean, you suddenly just can't help it. You just on it, like you know. Yeah, you just you just have the fire and you just go for it. Yeah, you just go for it and just hope for the best, I guess. <laughs> hmm. So now you say you're booked for the next two years, but would you want to work out to come back in the shows eventually in the future? Yes. So so this is the thing. So I am I am booked for the next two years, but I already spoke to casting, um, and. The number one thing that I asked Cassidy was actually without sounding mean, I asked them to stop offering me things all the time because I feel really bad saying no. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I hate it. Because, you know, because they keep offering me and, I, and I'm so grateful for it. But I, I just, I hate, you know, just keep saying, oh, sorry, I'm not available. Sorry, I'm not available. So I just feel really bad. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. Like my goal is definitely to go back to circus at some point. It definitely is. I, I just don't feel like I'm finished with it yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, the the next two years, I just have a lot of exciting projects um, that are yeah very yeah. I can't really talk about them really. I just thought <laughs> yeah, uh, but th- those those I can't talk about yet uh, because they're not fully confirmed. But mm-hmm. if they if they fully work out, touch wood. Hang on, let me find some wood first. There's the wood. <laughs> yes, gotta find some wood. Um, <laughs> yeah, if they if they work out, yeah, they're gonna be pretty amazing for me and. Um, Yeah, and but the best thing about those projects is that it's all with my friends. Mm. So it's it's still movies. It is movies, but it's working with Damien, my coach, mm. my best friend Greg Townley, who's actually a Tom Holland stunt double. Okay, um, uh, and yeah, a few other guys who yeah, 
But then it's, so, it's tough, man, because if you're now you're booked for two years in advance, and if you keep being offered amazing movies that keep pushing, pushing further, yeah, further it's going to be hard but, for you to say like. So I already I had a chat with Damon about it as well because that was a very hard decision for me to make to commit to those two years as well, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously, oh how much I want to go back to Cirque, and my coach knows about it as well. But honestly, what it came down to, it was not what movie it is, because I don't care about what movie it is, you know, because all movies are the same, really. Really? I mean, you don't have like one <laughs> one movie, you'd be like, oh, this I can't really. If, if it was feel. Brad Pitt, if it was Brad Pitt or like, or Tom Hanks, then I'll be yeah. like, yeah, nah, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, but I mean, fingers crossed that after these two years, they're going to stop fucking doing them awesome things and I can go back to Cirque. <laughs> Can you do stunts until pretty old? Like, is it something you can do until you're in your 50s or 60s or whatever? I hope not. <laughs> I fucking hope not. No, luckily, luckily enough, um, stunts uh, pays very well. Um, so my plan is to retire in the next three months. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, it's uh, to, yeah, to, to retire... Well, not retire, but I, I definitely don't want to carry on with some for a long time. Um, my actually, what I wanted to do in future, I still think about it, was um, casting for Cirque. Actually, that was mm, yeah, that was always my plan B. That was uh, so, and I remember actually I messaged Stacy Clark when I first joined, mm-hmm. and I yeah. and I just I just joined Cirque as well, and I messaged her and I asked like, hey, you know, I'm interested in this, and she was so nice. She replied like pretty much straight away. She said. You know, do your homework, make sure you learn everything. She was like, if you ever want to shadow me, you're more than welcome to come to Montreal, you can shadow me. I was like, wow, that's that's actually incredible. And that kind of like even more pushed me towards the idea of like of doing it because of how how you know how nice her response was and how I got on every single time I spoke to Caston, how how well I got on with them. I thought, you know what? They seem like happy people. I want to do a job that makes me happy. <laughs> so mm. And out of your four and a half years on tour, was the craziest your craziest story with Cirque? Craziest story? Oh, <laughs> the, the the craziest story. I know it's not really crazy, but being um, trusted with doing the backup main character, like that was. Yeah, I remember seeing the pictures. Yeah, I was. I mean, bear in mind that that was my first show ever. I had no performing like background really, apart from you know doing some flips in a movie. Um, Uh, to you know, for them to trust me to do that after three years of being there, that was yeah, that was pretty amazing. So, and that was really big challenge for me because I never really thought I wanted it either, but I knew that I was getting very comfortable with where I was, and I didn't like mm-hmm. it. So I was like, you know what, I want to challenge myself again. So, so then I started doing that, um, and yeah, that was amazing. And then I started doing rigging. And then and like every time I got comfortable, I was like, right, I'm going to do something else. So I did that. Learned something. Yeah. Else, something else, so something I started else. doing rigging. So I started doing teardowns and setups with the riggers as well. So that was cool. Yeah. And then I started looking cool. after the beer fridge. So, so that was, that was, that was the most important <laughs> job. Make sure that steps. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. That was it. And would you have any advice for acrobats who would want to transition into stunts? Um, make sure that you they know it's the right time I, w- I would say that make sure it's the right time for you that you definitely want to you know leave acrobatics because sometimes you can get really stuck in movies 
because sometimes you know you do one job and you do a little bit and you think oh this is not very good but then someone else offers you another one you go oh okay I'll do this but then it turns out to be that you don't really do much and again so you can get really stuck in it because you want to do it and you want to do more but sometimes you know it's just not exactly what you think it is so I would just say to be definitely done and ready to leave live performance um, mm-hmm. for it um, and don't be a pussy <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah, be ready to get smashed in the head with a you know glass or something. So because that happens all the time, so it's fun. It's really, That's it's nice. really fun. <laughs> all yeah. right, dude. I have one one last question for you. Go. If tomorrow aliens would land on Earth, how would you explain Cirque du Soleil to them? Um, overpriced tickets. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, um, how would I explain so late to them? Um, I would, I would, I would just ask them if it reminds them of home. <laughs> yeah. Like, does that remind you of home? Yeah. I mean, some shows, fucking Mister. Yeah, we've all seen Mister. Yes. Yeah. Does that, yeah, does, does that remind you of home? <laughs> all right. Ah, dude, oh, yeah. thank you so much for coming here. I know you're really busy. Thank you for taking the time to come and chat with me. No problem. I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, I've just been to the beach, so I'm, I'm going to go back to the beach now. Nice. Ah, dude, but hey, enjoy the break and uh, I wish you good luck for the coming, all the coming project. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for reaching out. I really appreciate it. So how crazy and awesome is Seb? And if you're wondering where else you could take your acrobatic skills, there you go. Also, you might have noticed a slight difference in the sound quality of this episode. It's because I'm actually doing a creation with Cirque at the moment, and I no longer have access to my usual recording studio. For the moment, I'm recording from my dressing room in between trainings and stagings while looking for a new recording studio. So bear with me. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, you can now take a little moment to give us a good rating and review. It really makes a difference for Tapioge. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CircusTalk.com, or wherever you're getting your podcasts. Now, my dear friends, that's it for today. I'm going to go warm up before training, and I wish you a fantastic week. Keep it up, rock the house, and as we say in the circus, see you down the road.